are here with um, Kate. The last name is Moaning, isn't it? It's Menig, actually. Menig? It's a, yeah, it's the bane of my existence. The O is silent. It's tough. Really? And why did you decide to use your real name? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, um, uh-huh. It's a really good question because my mom told me to drop the O. Yeah. Because then everyone would say it properly. But yes. I was very defiant. Well, Moaning's hot. Moaning's hot. It, you think? It, but, it, like, it makes my, my blood curdle. Yeah. <laughs> so now what, so what's the proper pronunciation? Menig. 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 Yes. Menig. Yes. Kate Menig. Yes. You go by yeah. Kate, not Catherine. Uh, yeah, Catherine. Okay. That's another one that my mom insisted I do when, when I joined SAG. She was like, use Catherine, and then you can let people call you Kate. And your mom <laughs> is a show business veteran, so you listen yeah. to her. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Well, you know. Oh, if you met her, you'd be like, yeah, you'll listen to Mary. Oh, is she, her name is Mary? Yes. Mary Menig? Mary's on. Mary's on. The yes. names. What with the names I and know. everything. Seriously. And uh, so, and your mother's a dancer. She was a Broadway dancer. Dancer. Yeah, dancer. Yes. 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 And now you're talking about, um, first of all, you know, names have vibrations to them. Mm-hmm. And so when you choose a name, and I've named many a drag queen, uh, many, That's actually right. not just drag queens, but uh, people down in the village, people who, um, you know, wanted to start some type of a career. Mm-hmm. So I would, I named lots of people, but you decided to go with your birth name yeah yeah Wait, do, you, do, you, do you regret do you regret it sometimes but also i don't under I, I think if someone called me by a different name i'd never know they were talking to me yeah so i just kind of just stuck with what i knew yeah well but you know you know i i used my real name and i regret it because on court papers or official public papers that name appears right and i and that's when i cringe because I, I want yeah. some anonymity right. in when I'm going to the gynecologist. <laughs> well, you're a six foot four man of color. I don't know how much anonymity you would get. Well, but at least on papers where they can't see me, I would have some anonymity. True. True. You know. True. You know. But for the um, time being. Uh, so, um, so if you were going to have it, have you ever fantasized about another name? What would that other name be? My 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 godmother. Uh, her last name is Finnegan, mm-hmm. and I just always love the name Finnegan. I love that name. Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many wonderful um, uh, nicknames, and I just Finn. I, Finn. Oh, her first name is Finnegan. No, her last name her is last Finnegan. Name is Finn. So there's Finn, there's Finney, there's like a ton of different yeah. names, and uh, Niggin. And yeah, and I just never. <laughs> Why'd you call me? <laughs> no, uh, oh. I just no. I didn't think of I just didn't I had I had a join sag it had to be quick, and I yeah. just said I'll just stick to this. Menig. Menig. I know. Menig. 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 And how can we help people understand how to say it correctly? Well, we just did. You well, just no, did, actually. we said it correctly. But if they're, I like to put a riddle to people's name. You know, you know, Daniel Frenzesi. I'm going to tell this story again. <laughs> they're laughing at me, but it actually works. No, it does work. You know, Daniel Frenzesi, uh, Frenzesi. Uh, you know, it's hard to pronounce his name. So I said, oh, this is how you remember it. You know, this summer is so hot. And come to find out, my air conditioner went out. So I had to go and borrow France. my friend's AC. France. <laughs> but Remember? it is, I know it is France. Because it's France. Fran, like Fran so Drescher. you got to go borrow Fran's AC. Fran's AC. That's, right. the, that's the part two to the story. Right. You First you remember my friend's AC. Mm-hmm. Then you remember, oh, what's your friend's name? Fran. It's Fran. Right. So I had to go and borrow Fran's AC. <laughs> yeah. So that works. Yeah. So men nig, men nig. Okay. Menig. Yeah. But see, when you look at it, it's like, it's M, 
E O E. M O E. Yeah. It's an umlaut. What say what is it? M O E. M O E Mo. And then it's two N's. Yep. And then it's uh I. I G. G. Correct. Oh really? You got yeah. it. Oh, I thought the uh, my my dyslexic brain put the other N. Not mening. That's right. That's where my, my brain put the other end. Fuck is there? Hell. Yeah. Menig. So it's menig, menig. So if it didn't have the O, you would say menig. menig. Exactly. Correct. So I drop see. the O. Drop the O. The O is silent. And that was my that was my mom's request. And I said, no, 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 no. I was being defiant. Right. Huh. Oh, so people out there, if you want to know, just drop the O. Yeah. Oh, 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 my God. Uh, there, you there, go. there, you go. there you go. If you want to know, drop, drop the, the O. o. <laughs> I love that. You're welcome, Kate. There I you could, go. I couldn't thank you both enough because, like, I've been dealing with this for yes, years. Yes, problem so, is solved. What else? Solve what else it. you got? My, what else yeah. do you need? No, for that us actually to solve? that's like the bane of my existence. Like that. Like it really has always bothered me when when people mispronounce it. Like I kind of have yeah. to always. I, I anticipate it, or I have to go up to the person who's making the announcement and say, uh-huh. "Do you know how to pronounce my name?" Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. fair. And, and so as the announcer, I appreciate it being brought I would up. Want you I really to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if you want to know. Drop, Drop the, the O. o. Perfect. That's it. Now let's talk about the yeah. O word, please. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I know that's what you, you've been- I'm just waiting. You've been just waiting, waiting, waiting. <laughs> Michelle is late to it. You didn't watch it in the first I watched it in the, it in the beginning, run. but then I didn't have time, so it became too right. much of a jumping through a hoop situation. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I binged the entire series. Oh my goodness. Um, in the past- Two months? Three did months? Did you have a fistful full of Jergens lotion I when sure you did, did it? I sure did. I sure did. Well, Shane was my favorite, which is why you're sitting here. Thank you and so there's, much. And listen, there's great ones in the show. And by ones, I mean actors. Mm-hmm. Um, not you, not Not lesbians. There were ones, well, I love me some lesbians. <laughs> not that. I thought that's what you meant. There's some great lesbians there in the show. There are some great lesbians on this show and in the world <laughs> and on that right. show. Come to find out that the majority of the cast are heterosexual women, which is was a little true? disappointing. Is that true? In yeah, the original. there were yeah. there were um, there were a number of uh, yeah there were a number of heterosexual women. a number, but not the majority. No, yeah, that was the majority. Well, because I, the only ones that were gay were you and Alicia Haley. Yes, and um, Daniela C. And that could be it. Yeah. Um, my mind is going blank. Well, but no, I think you're it. right. Like for the mm-hmm. most part, it was like, oh, married with kids to a man. Interesting. Hmm. All great. All convincing. Yeah. Like, you know, Sybil Shepard was on there. Fantastic. Yeah. Just oh, wonderful. Jane Lynch was also on Jane it. Lynch, uh-huh. right. Yes. We had Jane Lynch. But not a regular. No. Towards the end, she became more of a regular appearing. Correct. Yeah. Um, but Shane was just my favorite. Well, thank you. For Why so was that, Shane your favorite? Shane's I love your wife. Shane's the one who I would want to have uh, sex with. Uh-huh. So I think there's one that you watch. Her wife is here right now. Yes, and so yes. with all due respect, my <laughs> yeah. husband understands too. I've and what your wife's name is Anna. Anna, yes. 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 Um, it, when you watch, because to me, the original L word is literally scenes to connect softcore porn. So it would go Wait from, am scenes, I right, Kate? Scenes to, the co- scenes to, think, to, to, to connect, connect soft porn. I think porn. the show is just trying to satisfy every audience. Oh, it, uh-huh. it did. Remember, that was watching Can you it. do that? Is that possible? Is that a mistake to try to satisfy all the audiences? Well, we didn't satisfy all the audience. There uh-huh. was so much critique on the show that we were, that the show didn't fully represent everyone in the community. And and, and there was a lot of backlash and, and you kind of had to just tune that out and do your job. Yeah. And I think the general consensus was, you're right, we're not representing everyone. It's yeah. very difficult to. So yeah. what sure. we're doing is we're telling the story of these people exactly. in this environment. Right? Exactly. And that's how we can be honest. And I think that was a fair critique too, because everyone was a size zero. And I, underst- I understand that was a different time too. 
Right. You know, we've come a yeah, long but, way. You know, well, listen, I think, well, also at that, I'm sorry to no, go. No, but at that time, it was, you know, we're talking 2002, 2003, yeah. Yeah. different, mm-hmm. different world. And I, the point of it that, uh, that Eileen Chaikin, the creator of the show wanted to make was there's such a stereotype about gay women. Mm-hmm. Let's break that open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you ran a gamut of that. T- yeah. Types, right. I'm saying in air quotes. Yeah, but listen, that's a mistake. A lot of uh, people run into with television shows, certain audience members want a television show to represent everyone. Yeah. But this is fantasy. It yeah. is a fictional story. It doesn't have to represent. And, you know, people are looking to TV shows to represent or do this stuff. You know what? You know what? Be the representation you want right. represented. And then right. watch your TV. And then watch, yeah. and TV is separate from that. Because so- actors act. I, it's a soap opera. Like, yes, it's a soap opera. Yes. I loved it so Oh, I'm glad. Thank you. Much. Well, and oh, what so did happy. you love about it? Was I want to know. ridiculous <laughs> in every way from the theme song oh, yeah. to the. What to was the, the theme song? Girls oh. in my dressing. <laughs> Who sang it's it? Just, you know it by know. heart. Who sang it? I mean, that's kind of like. She knows every word. How about that? I literally just. Do you like that? Girls in tight dresses did, with did your ears bleed <laughs> down my body yeah down who, do, my who body. sang it do you know um uh, a band called betty oh i know betty you yeah. do know betty yeah, i've known betty for 25 30 years yes. that was them they did the theme song yeah, yeah 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 and so michelle um now you said what is it what is it that you love what made you binge the l word well first of all it was it was engaging so every scene some of them were so ridiculous that I loved them even more, mm-hmm. you know, the way that we love them. Like there was one scene where Carmen and somebody were at a club and you guys had broken up and, and she came, the other girl came up and like licked her from like her face down to her neck. And it was, it was such a showgirls moment that mm. it was like, <laughs> yeah, great, like, it was great clapping. reference. Great reference. I know yeah. it was really yeah. random, but no, it's amazing. Scenes like that. It's amazing. Well, see, you know um, what I'm looking, the answer I'm looking for. Listen, if you ask me why I like. Oh, it's pure why I like the Golden Girls. I yeah. can tell you exactly specifically why I love it. And why I like love Judge Judy, I can tell you specifically. I want to know inside your psyche what it is that appeals to you so much about it. Because I've never seen it. I've never seen the L word. It's, all never right. seen it's it. quite all right. I've well, never I seen mean, a lot of things. It is quite all right. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the ridiculousness of it. Yes. I loved that it's it's lesbians versus, you know, we're always having gay men represented in television, not enough lesbians. So I love that the whole cast is represented as lesbian women, except for the, you know, the Eric Mabius, who is hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. Eric, who plays Eric? Who plays Eric? Eric Mabius, that's his, the actor's name. Eric who? Um, Mace, what? Mabius? Mabius? Am I saying it right? No, you're uh, saying it probably. Oh, he was from that TV show. Ugly Betty. Was, ugly Betty. Yes! Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy. yeah yep. I know him. He got the whitest quick, skin but... on earth, by the way. Really? The whitest skin on Earth really? is on Eric Mabius. I don't think so. Yeah, I've seen. He's. I think he's naked in Ugly Betty. I remember seeing his. He skin. was naked a lot on the L Word, but we would just get body bling all over our our, our body to. I can see his kind of look white. luminescent. Uh huh. And you've done nude scenes on that show? Oh, we all did nude, nude um, scenes on that show. He yeah. reminds me. It a was bit just. Of them. It's part. It's just part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. And did you know that going into it? Yeah. And yeah. had you? How do you prepare for a nude scene yeah. like that? Because you're, you're, you look, from what I see, your body looks great. Oh, you're thin. You. you look gorgeous. It's not, it was okay. It was okay. It was just like, all right, well, this is part of the job, so I'm going to do it. And and we were lucky because um, you know, it was such a respectful environment um, that we were 
protecting one another. So yeah. much, so yeah. much, so much nudity pr- and so much sex in that show. There was, but the, all of our scene partners, they were, we, we, there was just such a level of respect and it was very safe and the directors were so wonderful and the writers were so That's wonderful. Awesome. So we were like, all right, the hell with it. Let's do How it. How long were you on the show? The whole time, six, mm-hmm. six, six, six years. And it's, are you on the reboot? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's not called the L word. It is called the L word. Um, they added a little subtitle called Generation Q. Generation Q. Yeah. Okay. What does the Q stand for? I believe it stands for queer. Because <laughs> ah, okay. I can't think of another Q word. So yeah. I think Questioning? that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it could. Yeah. It really could. Questioning um, could be it too. Showtime again? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Who's back? Uh, myself, Jennifer Beals, and Leisha Haley. That's it. So you, Alice, yes. and Ben. And not Tina? Um... I don't know. Okay. I, I, I've not read all the scripts yet. We're in the okay. middle of filming. We're only shooting. I'm in the middle of shooting episode two right now. So I don't know what's happening. Do we know why, how Jenny died and all that? No. Nope. Spoiler I, alert. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get that answer. <laughs> it's a hard and it's a hard question to answer. Can I tell you how I think? She yes, died? please. I think Tina pushed her from the balcony and she ended up in the pool dead. Because Tina can was get, like. I can get behind it. Going up those steps yeah. and you're mad as hell. And it was like. I can get behind that. Okay. I like that theory. Uh-huh. That, that's actually that actually makes sense. It's like the Sopranos. It's like the lesbian Sopranos. Maybe that's why we're wondering if Tina's going to come back or not. Is because she did kill Jenny and she See? pushed her off the pool. There we go. There I, you go. Get, I can really get behind this. Okay, good. All right. But and- Shane <laughs> was the troublemaker. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and 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 but um, Alicia Haley is who I think it is who was um, was with Katie Langford yeah, many years. Yes. 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 Yeah. I know her from New York. From like, she's awesome. Years Amazing. Ago. She's so good in it. She's yeah. one of my best friends. Really. Yeah. Yep. So good in it. Yeah. They, they're not together still, are they? No. 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 That was yeah. a long time ago. A long time Even ago. before I knew Alicia. Yeah. And I've known Alicia since two thousand and two. Uh huh. Uh. And so, um, now, where did you study acting? I went to uh, actually the same school Alicia went to. We both went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New, in New York, York, right yeah. out of high school. Right out of high school. Right out of high school. But you're not from New York. I'm from Philly. From Philly. I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. We love Philly. We're you're from Philly. Jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what part of Jersey? <laughs> well, I'm not from the Philly part of Jersey. You're from yeah. the northern part I'm of Jersey. I'm from the New York part you're of Jersey. You're from the New York part yeah, of Jersey. Yeah. Okay, but my aunt's from Cherry Hill, so we spent Aye, a lot like, of time. That's there. Philly's next door neighbor. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And you, do you like being from Philly? You I love a, being from Philly. It's a great really? city. We, what, but love remember it. when they used to call it Philadelphia? Well, oh, they call it filthy. Filthy Delphi. Filthy. <laughs> yeah. Filthy. One time, I, one time I was getting off the train uh, from New York and the conductor was, was welcoming everyone to the city. And they say, oh, welcome to the city of brotherly love sometimes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And you said Philadelphia? Well, no, I've heard no, that they do. before. I've heard it too. Yeah. I've never heard that. No. And, and, for, and the enthusiasts call it Philadelphia. Oh, there you go. You know. That's you a know. positive one. Um, and so uh, you you grew up in Philly, in, in the inner city? Yep. Really? Yep. And so, and then you, after high school, you moved up to New York. After high school, I thought, get me the hell out of here. And I moved to New York and lived there for eight years and got the L word and thought, well, now is a good reason to move to LA. Wow. Yeah. Because my mom said never moved to LA without a reason. Right. And we were shooting in Vancouver, which I thought was a good enough reason because it's a quicker commute. Sure. Yeah. And I haven't left. Wow. 
Well, and so um, I, I have so many questions about not only the L word. <laughs> we got to go but back to that because I have your questions. career and your 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 life in LA and your life in New York. But we're going to go to a break, uh, and we'll be right back with more Kate Mon- uh, Menick. Menick. There Kate you go. Minnick. Kate Minnick. <laughs> if you don't know, just drop, drop the, the O. o. <laughs> oh, to relax at night and go to bed is just the most wondrous thing in the world. If you can actually go to sleep. I know so many people like Rue that struggle sometimes with insomnia. My husband is one of them. What keeps you up at night? Thinking about the things you said that day or worrying about all your to-dos for tomorrow. Sometimes it's just hard to stop that mental chatter and get some sleep. That is why we love one of our partners called Calm. It's the number one app to help you meditate, sleep, and relax. Practices like meditation and prioritizing sleep can leave you feeling more rested so you have the energy to go out and achieve your goals. You've heard Rue and I talk about meditation. We absolutely are huge proponents of it. I started out with apps and this is the best way to go if you don't know how to meditate. If you head to calm.com slash Rue, that's C-A-L-M dot com slash Rue, you will get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programs like guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, focus, including a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm, perfect to guide you in building a meditation habit. Because sometimes, guys, that's all it takes because it is like a habit. You have to build it. There's sleep stories, which are basically bedtime stories for adults designed to help us relax before we doze off. They're fantastic. And just remember, this is a limited time offer for our fabulous What's the Tea listeners. So go to calm.com slash Rue right now for 25% off a Calm subscription. That's C-A-L-M.com slash R-U. I'm telling you, This is a gift to give to yourself that you deserve. That's what you need to calm, sleep, and relax your mind and body. Calm.com slash Rue. We are back with Kate Menig from The L Word, which is actually coming back. Yay! When when, when will it premiere? Do you know? We found out on Friday that it's going to come back on December 8th. December 8th. You've already filmed it all. No, we're shooting episode two right now. Right now. Right now. And uh, are you shooting it in LA or in Vancouver? No, we're shooting it here. Oh, wow, that's a big difference. It's huge. We get to utilize all the locations. Yeah. yeah. Vancouver, we could only do so much because we were trying to, you know, you know, cut off the frame from the snow-capped mountains yes. that are in the background. So. Yes. Is Pam Greer back? No. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I know. And so uh, I, you, you mentioned that Jennifer Bills is back. Now, what was your first introduction to Jennifer Bills, the legendary Jennifer Bills? The amazing, amazing Jennifer. I met her at in the elevator at the hotel we were all staying at while we were shooting the pilot because mm-hmm. we hadn't met everyone yet. Mm-hmm. I had met two of the other girls. But Lisa- surely you'd seen her in Flashdance and... Uh yes. But I didn't. But I no one. I hadn't met any other cast members aside from two other people, and uh, I think Jennifer was coming on, or I was coming off the elevator. But that's where we met. Mm-hmm. And when we were shooting the pilot back in two thousand two, it was lightning in a bottle because mm-hmm. the whole cast just glommed together, and we became this unit instantly. Mm-hmm. So the chemistry was just organic and palpable from day one. Um, yeah, and Jennifer is she's like my sister. And so, and but but so, as a kid, you must have seen the movie Flashdance. Um, you know, Flashdance wasn't my bag as much as the Legend of Billie Jean. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fair is fair, yes. Mr. Pyatt. That's it. 
We like, will be invincible. One of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, Flashdance, like I, I think I had seen it, but that's but but that wasn't my go-to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when you're around Jennifer Bills, are you doing all the moves from Flashdance? We actually, when we were shooting the pilot back in the day, uh, Leisha Haley, myself, and Aaron Daniels, who played Dana, right? Um, we her. all went out karaokeing one night, and we did the Flashdance song yeah her. and uh, we were like oh shit is what she a gonna, feeling or what a feeling yeah. and we were like oh shit is she gonna like this because uh-huh. we didn't really know her well enough yet we're like yeah. oh we don't want to and yeah. she loved it and oh, i was like okay icebreaker done sense yeah. of humor family yeah. well i mean honestly how could you not i mean i you've heard we, stories of people who who become famous bitter for, people for, for a reason or whatever yeah and that's what they're known for yeah. and then uh they they're like the last thing they want to exactly actually, you know actually I, 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 when I did this, I worked with Stalker Channing years ago <gasps> in something and she, we didn't have scenes together, but she came, we both came in to do ADR later. And when she walked into the office, I said, Hey, this year we're going to rule the school. Did she hate you? She hated me. Yeah. Oh no. Did she, hate, she, you? she gave me the, the dirtiest look you would ever imagine. Now, little did she know. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh, little really did sad. she know or I know that we would go on to make several movies together. And how was she the next time? She was still... And <laughs> <laughs> the time after that? Still. Still. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just bitter. No. Angry. But uh, she did, she did loosen up a little bit. Not much. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe and I got to know her. Uptight. You gotta got to laugh at yourself. You oh, yeah. Have and to. his life's too short. No, you, you know, you know, I got to know her socially and all that kind of stuff. But I, Sounds I think, like a laugh riot. I think we, I think I have probably, uh, maybe four credits with her. Uh, in in movies, who have you worked with the most? Aside from the L word, who have you worked with the most? Um, well, I just I was on a TV show called Ray Donovan for mm-hmm. the last uh, seven years. Yes, that I left Showtime come. as well. I'm I'm like they a, love you. I'm a child of Showtime. That's great. And I'm more than happy to stay there. Yeah. Um, but I was doing Ray for seven years, and I left Ray to come and do this reboot. Oh my god, yeah. that's a big deal. It was yeah. a huge deal. So um, the person I've worked with the most. Um, was the cast array recently because yeah. it was such a long commitment. Yeah. And you know, when you're doing a, 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 such a long commitment like yeah. that, so many, what, um, how do you keep it fresh? How do you stay interested in your character? It's, well, I think it's different on every show. Mm. Um, with 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 the Elwood reboot because uh, I'm an executive producer as well. Oh, Good you are, girl. yeah. Wow. And so is Jennifer, and so is Leisha. You know, we're able to collaborate in a level that we that actors aren't normally allowed to right. in the writers' room. Yeah, we get to sit with the writers and and you know we get to you know conceive ideas and 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 it's it's so much fun to do and it really helps you know give a, give a whole picture of a story. How is it changing? Meaning. Back then, I think to answer your earlier question, I think the reason I loved it is because it was like the lesbian friends to me. It yeah. really was. Good. Mm-hmm. They had their place that they would go that Pam Greer owned and and they had all their haunts and yep. the best friends. And this one was this one. There was a lot of sex, but it was a lot of fun. It was sexy, funny, all and you you related to the storylines with the kids and this yeah. and that. Yeah. So I think that's what I really loved about it. I couldn't wait to see what happened. Shane was always a troublemaker. Yep. Um, so not able to um allow people to love her. Mm. So it was always a journey to watch Shane when you're pulling for her finally like when she's with Carmen and you're like this is it finally you know yeah. and she fucks it up every time. Yeah, always. She can't get out of her own way. So you pull for people mm-hmm. in it and I think that's what's great about. But I I would imagine it's going to change 
this time around a little bit. I don't know. You're really good at these predictions. So I'd love, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bring you on as a consultant. Yes, yes. yes. I'm, I'm yeah. actually an aficionado. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, ever like for the three of us, we're 10 years older and Shane's 10 years older. And um, what I've come to realize is that we can, in my own life, like, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you mature and you learn things, but you still, you are who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't go away. Oh, and that the same she's thing. she's still up to trouble. I mean, is she ever not going to be in trouble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would enjoy her if she wasn't in some sort of trouble. Yeah. Well, therein lies the, uh, you know, the dilemma and the, the ca- character. You, mm-hmm. get, you have something to work with. So you say you're, you now being an executive producer, you get to help shape the story and mm-hmm. inform it uh, with your own life. Yeah. How how close to you are you to your character? I don't know. We kind of we kind of blend into one sometimes. I don't I don't I don't believe I'm as self destructive as as she is. Um, I would be able to answer that question easier ten years ago when I was uh, when doing that show because I probably was doing similar things to her. But now I feel like I'm settled. I'm married. I'm you know I'm. I'm, I'm set up in life and yeah. she's still not exactly set up in life. She yeah. shouldn't be. And I don't want her to be. Yeah. I like, you know, I like to see her peaks and valleys. She's still a hairdresser. Is she? Nope. Okay. Okay. I can't wait. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. Tell me. Nope. That's nope. fine. Only because it's like, what, what can you, how much can you do with, with that? Yeah. You know, that's what we saw a conversation we were having. Well, they like, were finding good things to do with her. Yeah. But it's like visually, is it stimulating to watch someone cut hair all the time? <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, it was in a skateboard shop. Cameron Mannheim at one point. I love Cameron Mannheim. She's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. She'll still get up to her, to her hoots and hollers, but. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. We had the no, TC- don't, don't, yeah. Yeah, we had the don't. TCAs last week, and I was like, "What can I say?" Yeah, people ask, and I got like a laundry list of things I couldn't say. Right, and so suddenly I felt like you know I was. I think we need a guest scene. That's what I think we need a guest spot. Oh, I mean, on the L word. When I go to work next week, you and I'll be, I. I'm pitching oh. that next yes, week. Please. <laughs> I'm pitching. I can help write it because I know all of your characters. So, I, so I, I'm sure that you guys filmed in Vancouver because of cost restrictions. Sure. But so, uh, what changed? Did they. More money? Is it is it more episodes or less episodes? No, I think it's because Canada doesn't have the the the, the benefits that it used yeah. to have back then. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think it is. And 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 I know I believe Showtime is now shooting series in the locations they're actually set in. Oh really? I think that because yeah, like back then, like Canada back in two thousand two, ten years ago, everything was in Canada, mm-hmm. but now everything's coming back to the states. And so and and. Uh, are you guys on a soundstage or are you guys on location? We're on a lot of locations because we're finally like, we're in LA, let's use it. That's great. Yeah. Let's yeah. use it. Yeah, because there aren't any soundstages anymore because all, well, all the streaming services have leased them out. Yeah. So it's very difficult to find. What, what soundstage would you guys We're be on shooting? this tiny little soundstage down in Studio City. Which thankfully is not Sony because Sony is such a behemoth. Like, yeah, right. you've been in Sony, right? It's yeah. just cold and windy, and like you have to take a golf cart to get anywhere. Yeah, and we're in this tiny little soundstage in uh, in Culver City where you can just park your car and just walk right to your trailer, and everything is within like a hundred yard radius. In Culver yeah. City, yeah. Um, we filmed in Culver City. I wonder yeah, if it was yeah. the same soundstage. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. So now, now when you set out to to, to be an actor, um, what what made you decide to do it in the first place? Well, I know I didn't want to go to college. I knew that. I didn't want to go to a four-year school. Mm. And Was um, yours two years? What? 
American Academy. American Academy was two years, but high school, I went to like a college prep school, like a Catholic college prep school. And it, everything was about academia and it was just not my world. And mm-hmm. I thought, why would I ever waste more time and money on an education? I know I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. benefit from at this point. And then I just kind of grew up in a really artistic household. And thankfully my parents were not you know, alarmed at all when I said I wanted to maybe try out drama school after college. They were like, all right, go for it. Yeah. And your father, is he also an artist? Um, my father passed, uh, but he was a violin maker. Oh, He's wow. He's a violin he maker? W- he was a violin maker. Wow. Yeah. And so how did your parents meet? I think they met through my uh, my mom's best friend who was her, who was married to my dad's brother. Mom's best friend. My Aunt Dottie, they were dancers. My mom and my Aunt Dottie were, were dancers on Broadway together. My Aunt Dottie was married to my dad's brother. And my Aunt Dottie said to my mom, hey, I have this, uh, you got to meet my, my husband's older brother. I think yeah. you might like each other. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's cute. I, I, lo- I love the title, um, my, uh, my mom and my Aunt Daddy were dancers. Aunt Dottie. My mom <laughs> and my Aunt Dottie were dancers. Yes. My mom and my aunt Dottie. Dottie's such an old-fashioned name. No, it's I love so that great. Name. I mean, it, it sounds like name, the title yeah. of a book yeah. or of a short story. Yeah. My mom and my aunt Dottie were, we're dancers, dancers. <laughs> and they were on. They went. They danced on Broadway. Yeah. What shows? You know. Oh God, tons of them. Um, the I mean, my mom. My mom likes. She was. She was like in seventeen Broadway shows. Is so. she? She gorgeous. Your mom. Still? Yeah, she's a knockout. And who would Aww. play her? Who would play my mom? Who would play my mom? Could, Michelle Williams playing. Well, Michelle Williams played a variation of her in the Fosse Verdon. Um, oh, because watching that film when she was when Michelle Williams' uh, uh, personification of, of of Gwen Verdon, I was like, my God, she met my mother. And, really, and yeah. channeled her, even though they never met. But who's who's the who's the woman that? Oh, Jane Fonda would be a good person. Jane Fonda would play, which is great because your mom still has the body. Oh yeah, body for days. That yeah, one. and uh, did did your mom ever work with Bob Fosse? Uh, she auditioned for him, yeah. and she turned down a role in what was the film she turned? Uh, Sweet Charity. Nope. All that. Jazz. No, the movie. All that jazz. She turned down. Uh, is that the film? Uh-huh. She turned down all that jazz because she was breastfeeding me. Aww. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, and okay. my mom auditioned for him for what was the other? What was Chicago? She auditioned. <laughs> she auditioned for Chicago. Yeah, and my mom is a great story. How at the audition he asked for a double pirouette. Yeah, and she did a triple. Yeah, and all and and back then a triple pirouette was a big deal. I think now it people are doing uh-huh. well. Now people are doing like five and six mm. at a time, but oh back then goodness. triple pirouettes were like unheard of. And she and she caught herself after she did the third one, and she stopped and she looked at him and she said, "I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to show off. It just felt good, so I went with it." Uh huh. And he was like, "What's your name?" And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, yeah. And, and her name is uh, what is it? Mary Zahn. Mary Zahn. Yeah. I'm getting pictures of Sid Charisse in my head. <laughs> and um, so, because the cutoff um, time for a, a dancer's, a female dancer's body is what, about 35? I think so. And that was around the time she retired, because that's when she got married and got pregnant and moved to Philly from yeah. New York. And, 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 so she, and she's from Philly. No, she was from uh, San Francisco. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So now, so you knew that you didn't. You knew that from the early on that you wanted to be an artist. You wanted to be in the arts. And uh, what was your first break? I lucked out right out of um, right after drama school. Um, I was I was modeling for like maybe ten minutes to see if I could 
pay some bills. Topless. Topless. Um, I was getting there, but uh-huh. what happened is, is that I got, I it suddenly, uh, this modeling person that I was dealing with said, hey, they're casting a pilot. They can't find a role for, they can't find an actor for this role. Would you want to read? I know you went to drama school. And I said, yeah, sure. Long story short, I got the part and it was a short-lived series on the WB. Called? Back in the day when WB was a big deal. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And it was called Young Americans. Oh, right. It was a spinoff of Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. when that was like- it. The show, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I got lucky. I got really lucky. Yeah, I mean, like, you, seriously, it takes luck. It, it does take luck. luck. It really does. Yep. And you know, and, and talent is on that list, but talent isn't the top part of that list. Not always. It's not. No. What What would you if the, if the top three things if you could list the top three things it takes? They say five. I'll give you five that it takes to sustain a career, to get a career going in show business. Uh, a successful career, uh, what would those things be? Patience. Is that number one? I would think so. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I think just an inherent faith in yourself because there's so much rejection. There's more rejection than anything else. And you really got to find that place in yourself where you're okay because it takes a lot of armor to not get affected. And um, and time. Mm-hmm. Because just put in the, I, I always like, I always like, even in like my lulls, I'm like, right, I'm just going to put in the time and put in the time and just plow ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, it's determination. When's your birthday? December 29th. Oh, so you're Capricorn. S- Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah. Capricorn. Yeah. What are you? I'm Scorpio. I love a Scorpio. Yeah. I, I love Capricorn. Yeah. We yeah. get a lot. We're very compatible. My yeah, match, we are. though. What yeah. are you? What is that? Virgo. Oh, I love a Virgo, too. Yeah. yeah. You're very much a Virgo. So she is so thoroughly. Yep. Thoroughly. A Virgo. Yep. A Virgo. My sun and my moon. Oh, God. Are in Virgo. Yeah. That's a lot of thinking. It's a lot. <laughs> Overthinking. That's, That's a lot problem. of thinking. Sagittarius yeah. loosens me up. Though. We're going to go to a break. We've got Kate Menig uh, here, and we will be right back. Blue Apron is something that is very close to my heart. You hear me talk about it all the time because I use it all the time. And a great dinner is more than just farm fresh ingredients, but that's a great place to start. With Blue Apron seasonally inspired and chef curated recipes, you're not just making dinner, you're actually making memories. And this is not just fluff or pageantry. I actually love standing there in the kitchen and cooking these meals for my kids and my husband. When my daughter was home from college all summer, she asked me to cook all summer, which was wonderful because usually when kids come home, they're out doing their own thing, but she loved having a home-cooked meal. And that means Blue Apron. You know, even when I'm away from home, I go through the recipes and choose what they like and what they wouldn't like. And then I you know, pick those for my husband. So when I'm not there, he can cook them. They offer blue apron offers three flexible plans. That's the word flexible, the two person plan, the four person family plan, and the WW freestyle plan. You can choose from a variety of chef design recipes and get perfectly proportioned ingredients delivered right to your door. They blue apron have helped me discover my inner chef and learn new recipes and techniques. Listen, I love to cook. I've always loved to cook, but finding recipes that everybody loves has always been the struggle. It's not the struggle with Blue Apron. They have the app, they have the website, you log on, you choose the meals you want for that week. What does everybody want? You get it in a box at your door and you are ready to go. Start making delicious, bragworthy meals right now at home without the hassle. Try Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get $60 off when you visit blueapron.com slash rue. That's blueapron.com slash rue. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
Today Ticks. Listen, this is how it all began. I fell in love with Today Ticks and said, oh, we need to talk about them and talk about them. I do. Today Ticks is the easiest way to buy last minute Broadway and theater tickets at the best prices. You can discover over 80 musicals, comedies, and dramas, and that's just in New York. It's also available in London, where I use it all the time, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Seattle, Philly, more cities coming soon, so stay tuned. Today Ticks pioneered mobile lotteries and mobile rush technology. So you can enter lotteries to see the show at deep discounts in all the cities they're in. When I was doing Everybody's Talking About Jamie on the West End, I had kids every night coming to the stage door saying, oh, I won my tickets on Today Ticks. That's the way to do it. They do all those fun things. And every single view is never obstructed. They will not sell obstructed view tickets. So you know that wherever you sit, the seat is going to be fabulous. I just bought tickets to see Beetlejuice on Broadway. I cannot wait to see that. Today Ticks gives you access to insider deals and exclusive offers. You can get your tickets up to 50% off in just a few taps of the app. So download the Today Ticks app for free on iOS and Android. That's Today T-I-X or visit todayticks.com to see what's playing this week and treat yourself to a show you are going to be obsessed. We are back with Kate Minnick and, and she's starring in the reboot of The L Word, which is on Showtime. It's probably going to come on. They're filming it now. It's probably going to, we don't have an air date yet, do we? Yeah, when? December 8th. December, oh, December 8th. 8th. Yeah. On That's Showtime. soon. Yeah. It is really soon. That's moments away. Oh, I know. It's like going to be here before we know it. And and so obviously long shooting hours. How? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, you know, it's 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 a champagne problem. Yeah, are you are <laughs> you true. in pretty much every scene? No, no, it's an ensemble, so it varies. But we we have a nine day shooting schedule. But you're so in every show. I'm in every show. Yeah. Sure. So you know, like maybe four five days out of an episode. Yeah. Sure. What's what's the toughest part of doing a series like that? Is it the hours? Is it uh... line memorization? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just feel so grateful and happy that I get to work. I don't, I don't find any of it hard. Yeah. Cause you know, you, you mentioned that you'd moved to New York to go to the American Institute of tech. Of, that's the one. Of yes. Tech and waffles. Yes. Yes, yeah. That's it. And uh, that's it. That's um, it. <laughs> yeah. Bachelor's degree. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually I graduated from the international house of pancake oh, makeup. Amazing. Yeah, I amazing. did. Um, <laughs> you know, all the kids you went to school with, um, not all of them have been as successful as you have been. What do you, what's the first thing that runs through your head when you run into them on the street in New York or wherever? What do you think? What do you say to them? I just can't believe how old we've all gotten. <laughs> That's really what shocks me the most. Because I think about all of the mayhem we got into back when we were like 19 and 20 at that school running around New York on our own. And now I see photos of them on social media and they're married and they have kids and they're in a totally different line they didn't of work. They do a damn thing with acting. And yeah. Yeah. It just didn't. Yeah. They just found a different path. Yeah. Like my one friend, she's a librarian. Really? really? Yeah. And she loves York? it. No, she lives, I think in um, somewhere in the Midwest. Exactly. I don't know mm. where, but she loves it. It's mm-hmm. like her passion is. They still have great. libraries. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Rue, they still have they libraries. libraries. Oh. So what trips me out is that all these people that, you know, used to, you know, drink and do drugs with are suddenly, you know, parents. Yeah. And they look all responsible. And, yeah. You know. What yeah. years, what, what years what were your party years in New York? 
Oh, a good from like ninety six to two thousand and one. Well, it's because uh, uh, Giuliani closed down all the good clubs. I mean, he 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 put a stank on all the good clubs yep. in ninety five. So, what clubs were you going to between ninety six and uh, two thousand? Because mm, we were on the radio at that time. I don't think any good clubs were around. Well, I mean, well, my Webster w- Hall was still going. Webster Hall was ha- was was Limelight still around? Uh, yeah, uh, it was. It I think was. it's now a gym. It, Am I it's right? a mini mall now. It's a mall. Oh God, that's or is it a gym now? Did it turn? Cause no, it was. Um, I thought it, it was, was apartment. It was David Barton for a minute. Gym, and then yeah. I and then think turned into a mini. Mall. Last time I saw it, it was a mini mall. So it probably still is. Yeah, that's think, so disheartening. Club, yeah. Is Club USA <laughs> well, around it, still at that time? No, Club USA was gone by gone. then. Okay. Yeah, my spot was Don Hills. Don oh yeah, Hills. yeah. What was the? Um, yes. That was that was my jam. Squeezebox, Squeezebox, yeah. Squeezebox, yeah. or or Beaver Night on Thursdays, oh, where Frankie would be playing like all old school sixties to like Frankie early nineties music. Yeah, wow, was, that was my thing. And so you were a party gal. I mean, you know, sure, not like not yeah, a bit. Like I, yeah. in, in high school, I remember like in in high school it was like from ninety three or ninety four to ninety six. It was the rave era. Yeah. Mm. So I remember going with my friend. We'd take the train from Philly to Long Island or whatever awful god awful uh-huh. part we had to go to mm-hmm. for like the, these warehouse raves. Would you do hallucinogens? No. At that point, I hadn't done anything. Yeah. You would I, just go for the bubbles. And I don't know <laughs> what we went for. I think I started light stick. I started smoking cigarettes, and I thought, okay. And then like, you know, and then I did acid at one point and everything else. But in high school, I was a good, I was pretty good. I wasn't doing drugs really. I just wanted to go to these dumb raves and listen to terrible music and these stupid outfits (laughs) all night long. It sounds fabulous. And then take the train home at like four in the morning or something. (laughs) Stone cold sober with wide leg pants. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm out of like my parliament lights. It was was that. Did you always know you were a lesbian? Well, I grew up in a, I grew up. Catholic and I went to Catholic school for 13 mm. years so I wasn't really in an environment to explore that especially at that time in the 80s and the 90s. Was it all girls? My high school was all girls. Wow. Well, um, that could help. No, you, and now and now I believe if I, if I was in high school I'd see it more. Back then you didn't. Exactly. Got it, that got shit it. did not exist. Yeah. And and then and so I didn't really I wasn't I didn't think about it so much in high school. And then, oddly enough, when I got the L word, that's where it, my wheels started churning a so little bit. So were you bit. dating guys before that? Yeah, I've dated plenty of guys before mm-hmm. that. So in a Catholic high school, and then um, you were dating guys, and but yeah. it, it, it never crossed your mind that... I just... Well, what crossed my mind was maybe, like, you know, if they were really cute, I'd be like, yeah, they're really cute. I can appreciate their beauty, but why is it that I just don't care? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what fair, yeah. you know, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't have the vocabulary for it yet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then that's why it's strange how the L word came into my life when it was really initially just a job, but it like reshaped the first time I was in an environment where it was so welcomed mm-hmm. and discussed and everyone was open and, and proud and confident. So and nurtured it. Yeah. And I thought I'd never seen that before. Yeah. Never How wonderful in my life. is that? It's amazing. And yeah. that's why like all those women are my family and they will be till the day I die. Like they're my people. I love them. How did you meet your wife? How did we meet? <clears throat> at a party. At a party. party. At a rave. At a rave. On Long Island. Yeah, at a Long rave Island. in Long Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing, um, you, what were you wearing? You were wearing like baggy silver platform shoes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like- what? And, and you had like a, you had like a Dr. Seuss hat. There you go. That's selling lollipops. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. I think that's where I met her. Backpack. Uh, yeah. uh, Anna has an accent. Where is she from? Brazil. 
Brazil. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. What town? Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Wow. Have you been? Not yet. Uh, oh, it's amazing. Have you been? Yeah. Have you been? Yes, I've been. Yes. I'm done. I think we're. I think I'm going to go. I hope in in February if the schedule. Allows. You must eat. Eat is what you must do. Oh, Correct, that's Donna? that's like yeah. the story of my life yeah. in this house. And so how long have you guys been married? We've been married for about a you year. Get this a little. Right. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah. How long? Uh, how long, Anna? Anna. A little over a year. One and a half years. How long? One and a half years. A year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. Well, and yeah. What What made you want to get married? Well, I never really cared about getting married, to be honest. Um, it never was important, but it, it just happened organically. And I thought, you know, and 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 I just thought if I was to get married, it would be to this one because uh-huh. mm-hmm. it just makes sense and it feels safe, That's and great. I just feel like I'm at home. So we were like, all right, the hell with it, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, uh, you know. Legally, marriage is um, a way to combine resources. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just ta- I'm talking about breaks. Uh, well, well, actually, you know, if George and I were to um, file together, I think it would cost us more money. It would cost us more money in tax if wow, we filed together. Child, don't get me to lie about know. no tax. Okay. <laughs> but I know that it would cost us, I think we would have to spend $20,000 each more. What? Spend more. I on thought it. that the whole point of being married is to have tax. I did right. too. I did too. But no, but for for us, it's really a matter of just protecting our assets. It's not because uh, we ain't starry eyed teenagers over here, mm. you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. The state of California will kill you with that. I yeah. mean, it'll, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you guys get married in California? We did, yeah. yeah. What was the ceremony like? Very quiet. Yeah. Very intimate. Only 15 people. No big deal. No big deal. No. I, in fact, we were watching something recently, a big wedding, and I was like, I would, I just, I could never do it. No. I could never, ever do it. Well, I've said many times the way to do that is to have an intimate 15 Person, people wedding, and then on a different day, have a, party. have a big party. Yeah. You know, a different day where it doesn't, you don't have to wear the same old clothes from the wedding. Yeah. And people can just get down, have a good... Why not just have a rave on Long Island, yeah. you know? In a uh, warehouse. Why not? In a warehouse. Yeah. Actually, I might, if I think really hard, I could remember where one of those locations was. Yeah. <laughs> do it in Philly. Fuck I, it. Or we could do it in Philly. Cheesesteaks for everybody. Water ice all day long. There you go. I mean, I come on. Which brings me to another like important fact. If you, if I'm going to Philly, and yeah. am I going to Philly? Oh, you know, I'm go, actually, I'm going to be doing QVC uh in september that's nowhere in philly? near philly well it's it's near Westchester, it's near, well no oh, it's, it's near the big yeah. mall what's the big mall king of prussia king of prussia, king of prussia mall it's yep. near there i literally almost said queen of prussia but oh, it's i like, like the sound king, of yes, that. king of prussia yeah <laughs> but if i were going to go to how long was the last time you were there i was there only a couple weeks ago yeah where in in town in yeah. philly what are the the, the big stops I should make. Where, where do you get a cheesesteak? Uh, Are you vegan? Don't tell me you're vegan. No, I'm not vegan. Yeah, all right. Oh, calm no. down, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, Gino's? No, you see, this is the thing in people in Philly. Everyone has like their favorites. Their spot. Mine was Jim's, mm-hmm. Jim steaks, but people argue with you. I mean, you know, it's- it's. Where is Jim's? Jim is on, Jim's is on 4th and South. Because they're all South- mm-hmm. That's on South Street. Street. But then you have Pat's and Gino's. And, and Pat's is the big one, too. See, so it was like the big one was between Pat's and, and Jim's. Yeah. Why do you like Jim's so much? Because I just grew up going there because my grade school was not far. So after yeah. grade school, we'd, after school, we'd walk over to get a Jim's cheesesteak. Well, but can you explain why? Because this is the thing, you know, in New York, uh, you know, if I get a slice. See, I like right. pizza that um, where the sauce is savory. I don't like a sweet sauce. I get it. Why do, what makes Jim's different from Gino's or Pat's? Well, I haven't had one in ages, but... Because I, you're vegan. 
Because I'm vegan. <laughs> I'm vegan. That's right. Because she has to do fucking nude scenes. <laughs> when you see these yes. girls, <laughs> Jesus, they are like, they're out there. She was yeah. a mo- Okay, Shane was a model in underwear to try to pay some bills, which is interesting because, right. uh-huh. you know, That's right. art imitates life. That's yeah. right. Um, and she just had to be, she, everything's, there's nothing you can hide. Yeah. Yeah. At nope. all. Yeah. So nope. when you're doing those kinds of scenes, you, you don't, can't be eating no cheese sticks. That's right. There's no or gyms Italian or Pats or Gino's. No. There's no, no. Well, I, but just quick, why is Jim's good? I like Jim's because it was geographically convenient. Oh, because it was convenient. Because <laughs> it was yeah. close. And that's just that's what like, I, and that's just what I grew up with. Did you ever <laughs> cheat and go to Gino's or Pats? I probably did, but. Yeah. Do, but, but Jim never found out about it. I never told Jim. <laughs> Thank God. I didn't, I didn't want to stir the pot. Yes. Like people in South Philly are crazy. Yes. Like, you know, like I was like, no, I'm not going to start the war of the cheesesteaks no <laughs> not no, doing Kate, it many. it's not worth it no, no. Uh-uh. so what so what what's fun to do in philly what is fun to do in philly there's a great museum called the mutter museum the who the mutter Mutter? The mutter, the mutter, M U T T E R. Not my father. Your mother. Not my father. My mother. My mother. My mother museum. <laughs> there's also I'm a mother. I'm a mother. Uh huh. Um, they also have the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. I think which, that moved actually. Did it? It's not now, Philly anymore. It's in the Burbs, I think. Is it? I believe it's so. Real. It's a brilliant it's awesome, museum. I always like the Please Touch Museum personally. The Please Touch. The museum? Please Touch Museum. And it it's like great. a bunch of fuzzy, prickly you, thing. You just got to touch everything in the museum. Yeah. It was great for you know, a kid who had ADD. You just yeah. like you get yeah. to play with everything. Well, what's what is the Mutter Museum? Mutter Museum is a museum <clears throat> dedicated to uh, like medical Mutters. medical research. Oh. All of these crazy. Um, oh yes, like oddities. Oddities. Yes. exactly. And and all of and and how medicine has evolved over the years. Yeah. Um. Like like there's a there's a body that it's mummified, but yeah. the body because it's been mummified for so long, the body has turned to soap. Apparently, oh, how? And you can see it. It's like it's encased in glass. Yeah. Did she say how? how? No, no. It's just it's, just it's wild. No, and like then they've like they have um, uh, uh, Siamese twins that are in jars of formaldehyde. Like pickle, yeah. pickle jars. Like, yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah. So uh, it's the coolest museum. It's where so where, where is is it spelled M U T T E R? Correct. Oh. It is on I believe twenty third and. Walnut between Walnut and Market, the Mutter Museum. But yeah. there's also Rue. The friggin' Liberty Bell. No, don't do that. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, I didn't go there. Guys, no. you have you uh-uh. have to. And don't. Michelle, this there's a crack in it. There's nothing to do there. There is a crack in it. No, you want it. Well, do you know what you happened? Want- this is what happened. I went to grade school in the Society Hill where the Independence Hall is and, and, and yes, Liberty you Bell. Walk by all I, that. I I I passed by that all my throughout eight years of my life yes. in grade mm-hmm. school. So we didn't care. Right? Yeah. Like whatever. Like yeah. Liberty. Liberty yeah. Right. Benjamin shit. Franklin, who cares? Guys, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. This is history. But in Philly, what happened was somebody got real and the Liberty Bell used to be out in full view in the lawn. So you could just go up and look at it. Right. Well <laughs> Not some fucking guy got drunk and smashed it with a hammer one night. <gasps> so they had to encase it in this in this new dome. So now there's like a huge line to yeah. go and look you at it. You can this. walk back yeah. the, there's a backside to it. No everything it's like it's like it's encased now like it's yeah. in a building i've seen it in the building but if you walk by you can kind of just peek in yeah but it's not the same i used yeah. to, when i was a kid i'd go up and touch it yeah. like oh, i yeah, got stung yeah. by a bee on it like i remember like leaning up against it and i got stung by a bee when i was a kid memories wow. memories wow. but so, you can even do a walking tour in philly you know, having seen Hamilton and listening, true. You there's could. so much shit that you can walk doing walking history tours and walk around yeah. Society Hill. Get mm-hmm. it, go to gyms, get a cheesesteak, walk around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 
Listen, guys, you know if I'm going to talk about food, i got to give equal time to talking about brushing our teeth. Yes! Simplify the morning and evenings now with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. You guys have heard us talking about this. Rue and I are obsessed because it's easy, it's beautiful, it's sonic, it's sleek, and it just sits right there on your mirror so you don't forget to bookend your day. In the morning at night, and of course, whenever you want to throughout the day. It's lightweight, it's compact, the Quip toothbrush is, so that means that you can bring it along with you on those last summer weekend getaways. I mean, you know, let's be honest, Labor Day weekend, it was here, come and gone. I fly with my Quip toothbrush because, you know, even in the upper cabins, they'll give you the toothbrushes and the toothpaste, and it actually scrapes your gums to bits. Not with the Quip toothbrush. They have sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums because people brush too hard. And some of those electric toothbrushes are just too abrasive. You end up with your your gums bleeding, and nobody wants that. There's a built-in two-minute timer. It pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean because up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. It's fabulous. It is gorgeous. It doesn't require a clunky charger and it runs for three months on one charge. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. And Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. That's some of the reasons why we love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dentist professionals, dental professionals. Well, I guess those are dentists. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you get, if you go to getquip.com now slash rue, you're going to get your first refill pack for free. That's getquip.com slash R-U-G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash R-U. Kate Menig is here. Uh, she's talking about the uh, L Word, which starts December 8th on Showtime. It's the continuation Generation of it. Generation Q. I guess, um, and how long, Michelle, how long has it been oh. off the air? It's been off since oh, uh, oh, 12? 10 years. It's been off for there 10 years. Thank you. So this takes, it takes place exactly 10 years later. It's not mm-hmm. like the next day. No, <laughs> if it was, we'd all have problems. Yeah. Yeah. So it's modern day. <laughs> So it's 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 happening right now. Yes. You know, um, um, do you have trouble uh, memorizing lines? No, actually, I don't. It's just like a muscle. Yeah. You know, like you've done it. Like you just kind of get in the groove of it. Well, after a few weeks, um, it th- that muscle gets stronger. Mm-hmm. But initially, it's, it's no. Like, initially, it can hurt, and you're like, "What were yeah. my lines?" But um, I, I can I can be pretty good at it. Yeah. And who have you had the most fun doing a scene uh, with? I mean, you, I mean, obviously you kiss a lot on this show. <laughs> Many. Uh, uh, what is it? How do you prepare for a scene when you're about to kiss someone? Oh, like a love scene? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, now, now they have intimacy coordinators on set. Yes. What? Yeah. It's you new. read about that from that play, um, uh, Frankie and Johnny at the Cat de Lune or whatever with um, with our friend who won the six Tonys. Uh, what's her name? Yeah. And oh. then Michael Shannon. Uh, uh, there's a story in the New York Times about um, who's the lady who won, who's a friend of ours who's done this podcast, who won six Chris, Tony uh, Awards. No. Black lady. She is Audra McDonald. Audra McDonald. Oh, yeah. There's a story in the New York Times about She's doing having, it now. No, it's got it's closing. It is closing? Yeah, but they they had a, a, a intimacy uh, coordinator. Well, what does that mean? Well, n- well, back in the day we used to be our own intimacy coordinators. Yes. <laughs> and now an intimacy coordinator is there to just make sure the two actors who are about to do this intimate scene are comfortable. Yeah. So they're they're just, they're 
and and how should we stage this? And are you comfortable if if so and so puts her hand yeah. here? And what don't you want to show? Just to make right. sure everybody's taken care of, right? right. And I'm not used to it because right. you know we, we didn't have it that long yeah. ago. And yeah. it's it's a great thing to have, you know. And if you're not used to doing it, what a, it's it there's a level of comfort in that, sure. Um, yeah. But how do you prepare? You just shave. Do it. You, you, do, shave. you shave for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get your body bling on, right? Yeah. Like my pale ass skin, right? And um, you just do it. Yeah, you yeah. Do you it. don't have a talk with the other <coughs> actor first. Oh, sure. Like I, my, See, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to you do this. I want you to blink twice, totally. and then I'm going <laughs> to and then throw I, your head back and moan, <laughs> moaning. Right here, moaning. <laughs> I just I like to make sure that I just like to make sure they're comfortable because yeah. Uh, you know, because it's like, because for me at least, I work with a lot of people that aren't regulars on the show. They mm -hmm. might be guest stars or reoccurring or just a day player sometimes. And this is, so you, they're coming into their first day of school mm -hmm. and they're in my house. So my idea is just to make sure they're comfortable. If they're comfortable, it's going to go. Well, Patricia it's, it's going to be clean. went for it. Oh, you mean Rosanna? Uh, Rosanna Arquette, yeah. Oh, Rose is the greatest. It. She's the greatest. She had a scene awesome. with her. Yeah we, yeah, we had a, we, yeah, we had a love affair on that show. You had a love affair with mm -hmm. her. Our characters like were... Yeah. And and for how long did that go? How many? She was on, uh, she came first season and then she showed back up intermittently throughout other seasons. Mm -hmm. But Rosanna's the greatest. She's very problematic for Shane. Did, very, ha have you ever problem. read something in the script where you showed up for and go, oh my goodness, how am I going to pull this off? I mean, not, you know, whether you, I don't, I'm not, it's not like you had to, you know, either kissing a man or kissing a woman or doing, is there anything ever in the script where you thought, oh my goodness, um, this is actually going to challenge uh, this is gonna a compromise with Christianity, mm. and you can't have that. Yeah, God also, forbid. No, it, and it's also it, it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, never felt uncomfortable, but there are certain scenes where you're like, oh shit, like what? I have to do that. Um, I had a scene with Rosanna Arquette once back in the day where you know it was a, it was it was we had to have a whole love scene and 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 and. It was a very graphic love scene, and I thought, how in the hell are we going to do this? Mm -hmm. And Kim Pierce, do you know Kim Pierce, the mm -hmm. director? Mm -hmm. She did Boys Don't Cry. Mm -hmm. She was directing that episode, and she was wonderful, and she was like, we were shooting this scene all night long, and it's like, you just got to do it. But yeah. it, it, I think thinking about it is harder than actually doing it. Sure. Yeah. That's what I've come to realize. Yeah. I can I can trip out for days, but when they yell action, we'll... You know, everyone's waiting for you to finish, so just get it done. You know, you um, <laughs> like what the hell? What else oh, am yeah. I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could play you could play um, uh, Patty Smith really well. You mm. know, there's a bunch of movies. I know there's a Maplethorpe film, uh, theatrical film coming out. I wonder who played Patty Smith, Patty Smith in that. Um, but are there roles that you had your eye on uh, for years thinking, oh, if I ever had the time, I'd love to write and develop this character for myself. Are you a good uh, gauge of what you should be playing? Pretty good. I, I, I know what I like and I, what I don't like. Yeah. So I think that's a... That but if you were a casting director, would you be able to... to are you able to do that for yourself? Um, sometimes. I don't think I'm as objective with myself as I could be just watching something. Because, you know, you look like um, Ava Green, Eva Green. Oh, that's a nice thing you, to no, say. You, has anybody ever said that No, to you? never heard it, but Michelle, I'll take can it. You see Eva it? Green from From the Twilight? movies, from Twilight. Is she in Twilight? Eva Green? You All know, right. she's- Ava way, Green, is, wait, Ava Green is from Penny Dreadful. Yes, from Penny Dreadful. That's it. Um, do you see it in the eyes now? Do you see it in the eyes? I do. Yes. Well, thank you. That's a lovely Marianne, thing to say. Marianne Rendon was cast as Patty Smith. Was, is cast as Patty yes. Smith in that film. Yes. Mary, I don't know who that is. 
But um, cool. You, Actually, I think I met with the oh, director yeah. for that to play Patty Smith. Did you really? I think I did, and I don't think she saw what you saw. Well, I see it. And <laughs> I she, know she were casting. Oh yeah, see that's Ava yeah, Green. Can Ava you Green. see Ava Green? Dreadful. Oh, is it she's, Ava she's or Eva? Knockout. It's Eva Green, isn't it? Eva. I don't know how you. Saw, Do you see? Can you look at that picture? Show the, the picture. Yeah, I can see it. She's so much more beautiful. No, than no, no, but, no stop it. But can you see what I'm seeing? You see the the proportions in your face, in your eye, and from here to here, and here to here, and here to here, and here. It's the same. I will take that. No, take it. Thank you. Take it. Um, now we talk. We, you know, I, you know, you talk about your friend who's in the Midwest as a librarian who studied acting. <laughs> and the truth <laughs> of the matter is, it's all, studying acting is more like a psychology class. And mm. actually, there are benefits to knowing that that craft, even if you don't use it in film or on, on the stage. Um, having done this, do you have a spiritual? program that you practice daily or hourly or like me second by second you're still going with mother mary <laughs> no um i don't i i i was raised to believe that there is some higher higher power out there i don't know what that is exactly but it, it's it's comforting to know there's something yeah that 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 that's overlooking us and protecting us and but for me personally i don't do well with meditation I can't sit still. People told me I probably could benefit and maybe one day I'll hit it, I'll try it. But, and, but I, I, I get my, I get my release when I'm, when I'm moving. So boxing is really my, my meditation. Yeah. That's my meditative place that I go to. Is it kickboxing or just no old school boxing? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad, yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Five years. Five years. What got you into it? A friend of mine. I, I just, I, I was like, I need to exercise. I need to do something. I was in a, rut in my life. And I thought I need to, I need something. And my friend said, Oh, you should come to this gym I used to train at. Mm. Uh, don't say the name of the gym, but is it's, and, and so do you still go to that one? Is yep. it a boxing gym? Yep. Do you spar? Yep. Do you fight? Uh, well, sparring is like fighting. Meaning like, do you do a fight? Like people can come see you fight or do you spar for her? For, oh no, I just do sparring. I like for exercise. I mean, they've always talked about like, Oh, there should be like a charity thing. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know if I'd, mm. you know, I don't you know, getting hit in the face kind of hurts. Like yeah. Your face. Yeah. Oh, have you have you hurt yourself with it? Before? A little bit. I was sparring. I was sparring uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in New York, um, and I got popped in the ear, and my ear was ringing for Ouch. a good day. Ouch! Yeah. Oh, so when you travel, you'll look up gyms in the well, area. Well, the gym, I, the, my, my, my boxing gym is. Uh, there's one in New York, and there's one in LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I was working in New York, I had the afternoon off and. I was like, can I come in? Well, you have a very thin frame. I would think that it would be kind of uh, easy to, to, to knock, knock you, you off on your, your ass. Feet. Don't looks can be deceiving. Mm. Really? Yep. Wow. And you're gonna you're gonna continue doing. It's well, my it's, favorite thing to do. So and it's and it, it's basically it's a cardio thing, isn't it? It's everything. It's not boxer size because because bo- boxing's kind of gotten very trendy recently, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of these you know places popping up with their you know custom shorts and t-shirts mm-hmm. and wraps and whatnot, and it's like <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, and there's only. I, I, I see that, but where I go is this really old school boxing gym mm-hmm. where it's, the, and that's the training. Um, and I'll be doing it for as long as I possibly can. But it does, you know, it does fuck up your back a bit. It, oh, it does. I used to do it and it hurt my shoulder. I, I can, can I, I got my shoulder out of place yeah. once. I have to, it's, you have to, ma- like, it's, you, you got to take care of yourself because yeah. you it's so much resistance. Yeah. It's fun though. It's it's the it's the best and 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 it teaches you what I like about boxing and why I'm saying it's not boxer size is because it actually like what I've learned from boxing is that it actually teaches you how you get a how you are when you're sparring with someone is very reflective of how you are in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And and it, it so it kind of shows you a reflection of who you really like getting are. Getting out of situations and that and yeah. like someone's coming at you. Like, yeah. are you going to defend? Are you right. going to run away? Are you going to strike? Like, what you know? You have a very small space to do this in. How are you going to react? Yeah, I've always felt that running away is the best defense. <laughs> I did that for a while. There was I have plenty. I have a friend who shot me before where I have plenty of videos of like running away because I was like, <laughs> I can't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to try it," and I actually really enjoyed it. And so now I do it when I can. That's, That's great. fabulous. Yeah. That's wonderful. Fabulous. And now, are you in therapy? I was in therapy. I went. I was in therapy for a good ten years, and then I got one day. I thought, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how did you find that therapist? Through a friend. Yeah. And, Recommended. Uh, and you was the same therapist for ten yep. years. Yeah. Man or woman? Woman. And um, are you still? Do you still keep in contact? No, I haven't spoken to her in a while. And if you did need to speak with someone, would she be the one you'd go to or you'd find someone new? Oh, it's, I, I actually asked myself that question recently. Would I would I give her a call again? And I might only because she knows me so well. Mm-hmm. Like there's something kind of exhausting about having to replay who you oh, are to yeah. someone else that you don't know. And it's like, this is what I went through and this is where I am now. And, these are and inevitably you're going to leave shit out. Totally. Yeah, because yeah, that's what you do in therapy, oh, right? Exactly. Totally. You want your therapist to like you. Exactly. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. Handpicking you know? things. You want them to look forward to your session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I, but I think I probably would give her a call. I liked her personality too. She was very direct. I don't, what I, that's what I loved about my therapist is how direct she was. She was, and, and I can't handle like the, the esoteric. Right. right. Like don't know, just come, yeah. come at me with a solution uh-huh. and like pragmatic approaches to Absolutely. things. I don't have time to really delve deep into this. Yeah. And so before you got married, how long did you guys know each other? A couple years. So oh, okay. it's been three and a half years that you've known each other. Yeah, uh, like four, four and a half. <clears throat> four and a half. Four and, four and a half. half. Yeah. So what have you learned about yourself, um, in, not just in this relationship, but since you've been married? Because things change. Once you get married, it becomes really real. Official. Official. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself? I've learned that I really am an only child. Oh, you are an only child. I'm an child. only child. So you've lear- had to learn how to share. She's shaking your head saying yes. You've had to learn how to share. I've just learned, not even just sharing, it's about sharing a space. Uh-huh. I'm not, I, I'm so, I, I'm, being an only child, you're so independent. Are yeah. either one of you only children? No. No, no. Yeah, it's a rarity, only children. These, But it, it, there's such an independence. And once you're married, they're not going anywhere. Right, right. But, you know. And so it's a matter of like, okay, well, I'm going to adapt and I'm going to, you know, I have to be open and share. And I also know I have to learn when to take my space. And it's just like, it's, it's, I'm learning how to not, like, I'm learning that I have, uh, I have to release some control. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. And not rely on myself. Had you been in a long-term relationship before? I had, yeah. Yeah. For how long did that, with that? A couple years. A couple years. Yeah. Yeah, Because, you know, you know, the famous Betty Davis line is um, the key to a happy marriage is separate bedrooms and separate baths. That's what my mother's been saying too for years. Really? She, yep. Your mother said that? My mother's been saying that since I was a kid. Yeah. Right. And she also said, you, you can love them, but you better like them. Yes. Oh, yes. And that's always stuck with me too. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But listen, um, Betty Davis having said that, she didn't ever really have a successful marriage. No, <laughs> no she did not. <laughs> nope. So don't follow her. No, but that was a great line. Yes. yes. That was a great one-liner. She had a lot of great one-liners. Yes, she did. Absolutely. You know. Yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, you know, so with, uh, did you, when growing up, did you look up to certain actors like Betty Davis? Were there people you thought, oh, 
Uh, because you're you're you you have you have uh, famous actors in your family line, aren't you? I do. Related to some famous people. Yeah, yeah, I got a few. Uh, Blythe Danner. <laughs> I got a yep. few. <laughs> yeah, and G- Miss Gwynny. Yep. Are you friends with these people? Of course. Of course, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can be I, well, I don't have. I don't have a large family. Yeah, like my my my. I don't. I don't have a lot of cousins. I have three blood cous- blood cousins. Gwynny's one of them. And so, so 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 she's a cousin. So Blythe Danner is your aunt, dad's right? little sister. Your dad's little sister. So her aunt, my aunt. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that means that am I the only Gwyneth- person in the world that says aunt? No, I just recently started saying aunt because it's it's easier to say than aunt. What do I? I you change say it. Aunt. Up. I change it up though. But like, nobody in New Jersey said aunt. No, aunt. everyone in Philly says aunt. Yeah, so I got my aunt. But my I aunt, feel like I'm Jeannie. the only one who says aunt in the world now. I'm really alone in this aunt conundrum. All right, then I'm going to say aunt. Yeah, my aunt. <laughs> my aunt. You. Your aunt Blythe. My aunt Blythe. Yeah. 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 So Blythe Dana. Who's a wonderful actress. It's beyond, beyond. Actually, the movie I was talking about that I was in with Stalker Channing. Was Blythe Danner in? Blythe Danner was in that movie. She was at that A&R session. I bet she could back me up. Uh, What was this? It was um, Tu uh, Tu Wong Fu. I love that that movie. Tu Wong Fu? Was Stalker Channing in Tu Wong Fu? Yeah. Yeah. God, was that with Patrick Swayze? Yes. Yeah. I love that movie. Yes, You're that's right. You're absolutely right. I that's love right. that movie. I have no scenes with uh, the ladies. We all saw each other at ADR. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was just crazy. Crazy. So did you grow up um, uh, admiring? Uh, what actors did you admire or growing up? Or did were there actors um, that you thought, you saw them and you thought, oh, I want to do that. I have to do that. Um. I remember seeing uh, Cool Hand Luke when I was a kid. Ooh, you know, by the way, the sexiest movie. If you if you like men, if you like naked men, okay. if you like naked men together uh-huh. in one place, Cool, cool Hand, Hand Luke. Luke. Cool Hand Luke cool Hand is Luke. your one stop shopping. Yep, Dennis Hopper has that tiny little part yes. before he was Dennis Hopper. Yes, um, I remember seeing that when I was a kid because my dad would show me films that were probably too mature for me to understand. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I love Cool Hand Luke, and I remember seeing Paul Newman and thinking, "Who is that guy?" Yeah. So charismatic. So charismatic. But oh. actors, like I mean, like I know my aunt. I I didn't know my aunt was an actor. You said aunt again. Sorry, I didn't know my aunt was an actor. <laughs> I remember in high school in my guidance class, the te- it was one of those lucky days where the teacher was like, "I'm just going to put on a movie for you kids, and and you can watch it." Yeah. And she put on a movie, and I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, "That woman looks so familiar." For the life of me, it's not registering. Later that night, I come home. And my mom was like, how was, how was school today? And I was like, it was fine. We were watching this movie and this, and this woman looks so familiar and I can't figure out how I know her. And she goes, what was the film? And I go, it was called The Great Something. And she was like, The Great Santini. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I was like, but I don't know who that woman was. And she's like, because that's your aunt. Yes. That's your aunt. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I, yes. So I didn't, re- and like, I know my uncle was a producer. I didn't know what a producer was. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And and so I, I, I was aware of it as a kid, but I didn't really understand. So it was the movies that that I was watching that, Grab my attention. Like, I remember Robert Shaw in Jaws, who played Quint. Yes. He was just like, who is that guy? Uh, like, he's amazing. Uh-huh. And Midnight Express. Oh, great. You know? And yeah. like, all, again, all these inappropriate films yeah, for totally. like a seven-year-old, but I was just like enamored by. And that's where I was like, 
what are they doing? I don't know what that is, but I like it. That looks like fun. The Great Santini is a fantastic movie. I think she may have been nominated for that. Very. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, um, we were talking uh, with uh, Kate Manig, but we're about to close out. But the thing is, um, we talked about kids. I don't think those are inappropriate uh, films for kids. I think now I know that knowledge is power. And I think your father did you a favor, actually. Thank by, you. I think so, too. You know, yeah. are you going to have kids? Maybe. You know they bring head lice into your home, right? <laughs> yeah. They they yeah, they do actually. They also bring joy, Kate. They like, bring loads and loads of joy. But they're like little petri dishes, you know, they like are, they yeah. cut, like there's germs you everywhere. You mean joy the dishwashing liquid? No, joy as in an emotion. Ah. ah. A feeling. Uh, well. I like I, I yeah, we we talk about it. I like I like animals. That's my Yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> Dogs bring in just as much shit. Well, but they don't too. give you no back talk. That's uh, the thing. Well, that depends. <laughs> That's true, but that depends. <laughs> the L Word starts up on Showtime Yay! on December 8th. Shane's back! And Shane, Shane McCutcheon is-, <laughs> is back! And we cannot wait. It's so exciting oh, to you. talk to you. It was an honor to meet you too. You have no idea. Uh, I'm just so blessed. Thank you so much for having me. That's of very nice. Like you you are lovely. Sh- you guys and, are the jam. Uh, and congratulations on your marriage. Yes, and, to you and, and Anna. And yes. your fantastic careers. We're so happy for you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Much appreciated. And Michelle. Yes, my darling. Are you what you still have lesbianism in your future? Well, good. I'm very excited. You're on your way, you know. You're very excited about the L word Generation Q. Generation Q. December 8th on Showtime. You know, I won't be surprised if uh, I see you over at Jim's uh, Steak and Cheese with no, a just, girlfriend on your you arm. You never know. <laughs> you never know. A couple of glow sticks. Why not? Some <laughs> wide leg pants and some platforms. You wash, you wash it down with a water ice. Yes. yes. So you yes. do it. Ready to roll. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Until next time, yes, my, my dear. Love. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.